A very warm welcome to the Change Conversations podcast, where we help individuals to reignite the spark to look at their lives and careers with a different lens. Our interactions interrogate different individuals of all backgrounds who seek to be equipped for change in their careers and personal goals. I am your host, Mbumengu Betaga, and I look forward to bringing you impactful change conversations. Welcome to anybody who's listening to us. Um, I've got Ntabi Seng, she will introduce herself. And please continue to subscribe, follow, listen, um, like, comment. We just want to engage with you with these change conversations that we're having. So today I've got Ntabi Seng, and Ntabi Seng will introduce herself. We are going to be talking about stress and how we have to deal with stress in these times of COVID and how do you balance work and and life because life is happening to a lot of us and there are a lot of um, spaces where we're going to touch. So please stay with us and have a great time listening to this conversation. Hi, Ntabi Seng. Hi, Mpume. How are you? I am good, and how are you? I'm doing well, even better to be with you and your listeners and your YouTube um, channel family. Really, it is a privilege for me to come into this conversation. It's so much needed, especially during this time. We all need it. Some of, all of us, actually, it's not some of us, all of us, even the children went through stress in 2020, 2021. So really, it is a conversation to have. I'm so grateful that I am part of it. Thank you. Thank you. You popped into my into my spirit, and I was just like, like Ntabi is the person for this topic. And that's how I do things. Like I get an idea, somebody's name pops in, and then I ask. And the only thing they can say is, no, Mpume, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say no to you. I wasn't going to say no to you. I wasn't going to say no to sharing um, this space with you because of how passionate I know you are about your work and the work that you do. And you know how I am always supportive of everything that you do. And, and this is actually like a privilege to be part of the conversations. I've been wanting to be in the conversations, actually. Oh, wow. So I'm <laughs> happy. I really am. Um, <laughs> It, it literally, like, it's very funny because I was looking at um, ways to to launch a book, and they uh, so they were sharing. And some of the things that they were saying is participate and speak and blog and be part of the blogs and the and the podcast. And you like you literally you were part of. I was like, she has she has just introduced us to her. Uh, podcast and you like the same time like that's just how the universe works it's like when you said I popped I'm like same time I, I was researching this and I thought about you the next day when um I sent you a whatsapp you said this and I'm like okay it's not even magic anymore it's just it's just so natural now <laughs> that's how amazing and how real this is we are so connected more than we'll ever understand and that's how oh, we, we are. It, 
Yeah. And God always just de- delivers on our needs in some shape or form, isn't it? It's beautiful. It really is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. Anyway, so please introduce yourself. Uh, you'll do a better job of who you are and what you do. Yes. Okay. Uh, my name is Ntavisa Mota. Um, I wrote a book called The Untangled Heart. So I'm the author of The Untangled Heart. It's a book on emotional wellness and how to cope with life in general. It's a very holistic book. We'll share about it a bit um, in this space. Uh, but I'm also like a facilitator in the mental wellness space. I do one-on-one and group sessions for individuals, families, as well as workspaces uh, on mental wellness, but not just well, mental wellness, there's emotional wellness, there's spiritual wellness that is intertwined in the wellness of um, a person internally, because uh, we always say we are energy. Uh, so we work with um, making wellness, uh, mental wellness, emotional wellness, spiritual wellness, um, very, very popular, like I advocate for that a lot, that we must always be um, in check with our mental well-being. Uh, so that's what I speak about, I work on, I facilitate on. And I am just a lover of life. Um, I'm a sister in love. I, I just love people being well and happy. So um, that's what I do. And it's, it's really um, uh, close to my heart, the topic that we are talking about, because we think it's small and it's that small. Um, so stress management, uh, if I have to, to, to introduce the topic, it's, it's close to what I do because sometimes we think, hey, I have stress and, and we don't see that that's part of your mental well-being. You need to manage it as stress because it could be anything. And um, the researchers show that it's, it's one of the killer diseases if it's not managed well. So I, I think it's, it's a very important that we speak of it as stress because everybody has stress. When you go to mental illnesses, it gets too much and people get overwhelmed. And it's a scary space because we are not familiar with it. Hence why it's my mm. passion to speak about it all the time and to just try and remove the stigma around it because there's no need uh, for it. But um, if we talk about stress, we can build it up and hopefully I'll, I'll come again to speak more and uh, create more awareness around uh, the mental wellness, emotional and spiritual wellness. Yeah, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, Yeah, so let's start, I usually start with the basics. So the basics are, how do we define stress? Stress is, it could be anything. Like I said earlier, that even children went through it, they had to be taken out of, of schools and their routine changed. Anything that brings drastic changes, anything that takes you out of your comfort zone is called a stressor. So it could be uh, environmental, it could be physiological, it could be psychological, okay? So we, as as a whole world, we went through a big stress. Actually, we could call it a trauma for others um, called COVID-19. So stressor could be anything that changes drastically and takes you out of your I don't want to say comfort zone because we don't live there anymore. But anything that puts you out of what you normally would be comfortable in could be a stress. It could be a trigger of of you feeling um, that sadness, that exhaustion, 
where your brain is no longer in and you have mood swings, you are fatigued, you can't sleep, you are feeling out of place. You just don't have this harmony with yourself. Okay. So in 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 a in a language that everybody can can understand, those are the little symptoms I have shared. There is more, uh, but this these are the events and occurrences that takes place outside of your of your usual self, so you feel uncomfortable. And um, they 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 are so many. In a day, you can find yourself dealing with so many stresses. Um, you just have to be aware of them, notice them, and understand that, oh, this is coming as a stressor, even just an email. So it doesn't have to be physical um, always. It can be email. It can be even on the news. Um, it could be anything or it could just anything um, that is outside that makes you feel that unsettling uh, feeling uh, is called a stressor. So um, I want people to understand that sometimes uh, like there is certain things that we think, oh, these are stresses. Yes, there are specific things, but they could be um, way bigger. You just have to be listening to your inner self to say, okay, um, this is actually taking me out um, of my usual and peaceful space. Uh, I'm now running out of, of, of energy. Um, this is actually taking me out. I'm, I'm not happy anymore. And this could be you facing a stressor in that particular time. Be aware of it. And we will talk about also the techniques to bring yourself back and, and actually deal with it, adjust to it, and uh, learn to cope with it. Yes. Yeah. So you speak about um, you need to be aware of it. Like yeah. how, what are those things? Because, you know, we get busy moving yeah. around and sometimes yeah. we don't even feel into ourselves. I think as, as people, like this world is it's very fast-paced. You are right to say that sometimes we really don't even feel that now I am stressed. You'll probably realize when maybe something drastic happened, like you snap at your child for no reason. Like you are in a in a space where you you were doing something and you thought you were coping. Actually, you were managing your workspace environment so well, and then when you get home, um, your child makes a noise because the stress doesn't like noise. And then you snap, and then you realize you go back and you say, "This is not me. I, mm. I don't speak like this to my children." Right? Uh, those are the the little things. You snapping. Um, you um lacking sleep. Uh, you think about the the things that you were supposed to have left at work. You keep thinking about it, and you have sleepless nights. And you wake up, you are a zombie. You you can't cope or manage. You are biting more than you can chew. Like you are taking everything, and you can't delegate. The desperation to be perfect as well, or the the fatigue. You can feel your body. It can be physical, but it can also be mental where you cannot be able to focus. Uh, you lose focus because your brain now is just overwhelmed. You lose focus instead of you having a plan, you are touching here and living without finishing and going to the other. Those are some of the ways that you can mm -hmm. see that now I'm no longer coping, I'm not managing. Not enjoying simple things in life. It's also another symptom. You have to be enjoying everything that you do. Be um, 
cognizant that I'm having coffee now and I'm going to drink it and have a good time, then mm. I'll be able to go and make breakfast after this. Then I will kiss and check on my children, check on my husband's well-being and even have those people in your life that are important that you can speak to and um, let them know that um, they are important. Like work-life mm. balance. You are not able to to balance things out and you can you can feel that um your work and your lifestyle it's out um you you don't have rest inside of you in your mind as well as well i know that the life is, is fast paced you cannot always be at, at rest but there has to be that healthy way and you also have to be aware the the physiological with stress it's 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 very easy to see because you will have your your shoulders very heavy, you will have headaches and migraines, you will have your eyes puffed up, you will see your face changing. So mm. it's, it's very easy with stress and, and if we are aware to see the physical changes on ourselves, but also there is those emotional changes where you are impatient with people, you find yourself snapping at things that Normally, you would just take for granted you are an easygoing person, but now you are this person that is so irritable. And um, sometimes you can even cry, have these breakdowns where mm. you just cry. It will be a normal day. Everyone is happy and you go into the bathroom. And yes, some people have hormonal changes as their life cycles happen, especially women. But these yeah. are the occurrences where... Now, outside of that, you realize that actually I just couldn't hold this anymore. And then you have mm -hmm. breakdowns. These are like yeah. alarming, alarming um, um, notifications from your body, from your uh, spirit, from your mind, from emotions to say you are taking more than you can chew. Um, reorganize yourself. You don't even have to let go of uh, everything, but you yeah. need to reorganize. And we will talk about how to manage all these um, life things, because as we adult, um, there is so much to do in one day. Like in just yeah. one morning, um, you, you find yourself doing a thousand things. So yeah. we will talk about how to arrange life in a manner that will help. Um, there's no way you can avoid stress because it is also like a good stresses that makes yeah. you um, perform well in your livelihood, that makes you perform better. COVID has made um, the professional that we thought, the professionals we thought we were had to drastically change. And coping and managing all that, it, it's really difficult. So, yeah. yeah, it gets real even as we speak to have to balance as little human as well as giving <laughs> how to manage stress. <laughs> yeah. Any other day you take them to school, you then go to work, but yes. the past DA has taught us <laughs> something totally different. Where, exactly. yeah, and initially we were embarrassed with our kids popping into our webinars <laughs> and into our team meetings, and it was like, oh, baby, go, go. And now it's like, this is life, you know? It is, it is, it gets very real. It. We embrace it, it's the changes that have come. And the, the sooner we, we embrace and adapt, um, the easier our, our life is going to be, the more enjoyable to realize that um, these things can merge. 
everybody yeah. knows that you have kids and your kids also know that uh, right now mommy is busy with the work stuff as much as they would come and pop but they understand now so we are learning and change is also good like i was saying um there are good stresses um if we we do adapt we learn that okay maybe work is not at work in the office work is yeah. everywhere i am and yeah. i can be on a zoom meeting now and the next thing i'm cooking um a healthy meal for myself uh because we then it helps you with a good eating habits and we know yeah. good eating habits are part of the health and health equals um a healthy holistic lifestyle uh, when yeah. i'm at home i can be wearing my gym clothes so uh during my lunch hour i can take 30 minutes doing yoga or meditating to yeah. cope with life so you see all these changes not all changes bring a stress as yes it can stress because it was drastic and we didn't ask for it right but yeah. as we manage and learn and adapt and allow change then then we become the better people we even actually get to use it to our advantage we get to have our children um three times a week and uh, two times at school so we are sharing and they are benefiting from this um beautiful uh balance where they can yeah. see you work they like we used to not know what our parents do at work right no. they can see they so they get to see that oh is this work okay i can work yeah. too mommy you yeah. just switch on your your computer and then you work <laughs> so it it brings a lot of good things as we we adapt but um i wouldn't blame uh, people who are still stressing about it even now because people adapt to change it differently and yeah. those are the people that we are here to uh, maybe give a few tips to and to also um speak or, or converse about other ways that we managed to to do it up until now yeah yeah so so tabi the pandemic brought a lot of things to to us i think from a from an emotional stress perspective so you find yourself so i've i've experienced it myself and i've had um colleagues and clients that have experienced it so there's an element of either losing work there's an element of losing people because covid is happening just from so losing people from a pandemic or just losing people because death also comes it doesn't really matter where you're at so what do we say and how do people cope in those perspectives so let me make an example you are working you are losing people in your family you're still expected to to work and perform as well as you possibly can but now you're also feeling guilty that you're taking time off because maybe you've lost a lot of people in your family like so how does that person um really um find ways and means to deal with those situations mm. we call it a complicated grief situation this is what we have been calling it um since last year it's complicated grief situation because um it's more than just death that is taking its uncertainties of whether when you come back from 
burying that person, you won't be having covered yourself. So you might be, uh, oh, someone, or even if you are the person who would say, you know, I will watch it on Zoom uh, or I will watch it on Facebook Live, um, your mom doesn't understand all those things, so they want to go. So we are, we have been going through like the the anxiety of losing people. We have been going through the pain of losing people. We have been going through the even the the, the stress of um, thinking our companies will close down and will be retrenched, or uh, knowing that your position is secure. However. You have to retrench people. I know a lot of business people who have who had to retrench. They were as frustrated, as stressed as the people they are retrenching because you are taking their livelihood and you yeah. don't know uh, how these people are going to live. But you realize that it doesn't make business sense to have all these people anymore. So mm. it's, it's been a really, like I always say, as a people, we are amazingly powerful. This has been the hardest hardest mm. time to ever live through the hardest so if you feel like you are just surviving barely surviving survive mm. we we come from the war but actually we are not even out of it we are going yeah. through war a terrifying terribly horrible dark war it's just that we are the generation as we always say that smile when we are supposed to cry uh, and yeah. so on on your social media you will be smiling Actually, in a normal sense, we were supposed to all be crying and consoling each other on a daily basis because mm. we are going through a very dark time and we are feeling it in our spirits. We are feeling it in our bodies. We are feeling it in our minds that this is really a difficult time. However, um, we have survived. And for that, I am actually um, very impressed of the assertiveness of, of humankind. But when I come to um, the question that you asked, how do we now um, manage and live through this sensibly? Yeah. Um, I would say one day at the time, look, uh, grief, it, it, it's real, loss is real. But now, like the death of the loved one, it's a big deal for all of us. It doesn't matter who they are. If anyone that you, even if it's not a family member, it's a colleague, Anybody that mm. you know, when they are removed in that way from you, it changes your certainty about life. It changes yeah. your life as you know it. It's a very scary thing um, to go through death itself. I don't think we talk about death enough. Um, we have been coping with it because we had to. But death is one of the tragedies in life. And now it happened rapidly. It happened to mm. your Facebook friends. It happened to the colleagues, it happened to the politicians that we know, the leaders that we trusted for our livelihood. And now it happened to us uh, personally in our families. And all this, um, there are processes that go through this. There are seven steps to go through grief. Others say six. Um, it's a long process that maybe we'll talk about because I also like a lot to speak about grief on its own. It's something yeah. that we could spend a whole hour actually breaking uh, down and also speaking about compli how complicated sometimes grief can be, like mm. what we went through now. Usually what you do is... For the whole week in an African space, what do we do? We keep going uh, to see how um, uh, the family is doing. We keep going. Uh, this is us actually healing ourselves. It has nothing to do with the person who have rested. It's our yeah. way of grief and processing, right? 
So now, what did COVID do? You can't. You can't go back to, but you can't be going to people's homes. You are yeah. not allowed. You might infect yourself or infect them. Secondly, yeah. uh, we have a way of uh, going to hospitals if people are sick. We were not allowed. So even prior to the person passing on, we were not allowed to process this. So everything is so, like, you understand? It's, it's, it's yeah. very, all of a sudden, it's forced on you. You have to breathe with it or collapse. So yeah. it, it's been really, really tough. So we haven't been given an opportunity to go to the funeral, where when you are at the funeral, you can't see the person, especially if it's a COVID situation, they are not even coming. So you can't see the coffin. So your mind processing, it's not happening at all. So you see how complicated the time that we have been in is to make you actually deal with things the way you usually would. So it's been like a very complicated grief situation in terms of death. When it comes to retrenchment as well, loss, any kind of loss, when you lose a person, you go through the same process where you are shocked and then you go to the space of denial. Then you go to a space where you now have to find a way to survive this. When you realize that this is reality, then you go into a depression. When you are in a depression state, these are the things that we'll talk about when we're talking about grief and loss. These are the steps. They become seven, they become six for others. Um, it's, it's a process that each stage you have to be aware of it and work yeah. on it so that you don't get stuck. Hence why other people get to be stuck in a space of um, maybe denial and then they have uh, like this very um, disconnected persona where they cannot be able to face the reality. And that's where now we have like a, even more complicated psychological situations that now needs an intervention by maybe a therapist, um, psychologist, or even a psychiatrist. But yeah. um, it's, it's a, it has been a very difficult time. So you see how many losses we have counted already, uh, loss of the usual life, loss of the loved ones, fear of loss, uh, loss of the, uh, the, the jobs, or oh, you being the one who is releasing people. All these are the horrifying stresses, the highest level of them. And yeah. so how you cope with that, we will go to what next. There are techniques that you have to do when it comes okay. to guilt, which is a big, big, big deal, because as humans, we are embedded with that. Uh, we need to learn a way of dealing with, with um, guilt as well as shame of not being this perfect people that we are hoping to be or that we are meant to be uh, because yeah. we are the people of excellence. But sometimes really we need to be more kind and more self-loving towards ourselves and as I share we are going to uh, uh, understand that these are the things that we have to learn but we mm. also have to unlearn a certain traits. Um, it's a very difficult process that we have been embarking on but I have um, loved all these conversations that you have and all the other platforms that I've seen that now self-development has been a thing now. We are yeah. healing and it's getting better with time but I will share a few things uh, with our listeners and and our YouTube family on how to manage like few tips um, that we can okay. start with. Yes. Yeah. But what are those tips? Maybe let's just get into it. Oh, okay. Perfect. Um, yeah. I've already mentioned that uh, we can take advantage of a situation where you work at home 
where you can do a little bit of yoga, a little bit of, of meditation in between, right? These are the things that you don't have to sweat on. Um, so let's start with uh, meditation. Meditation is a space where you can be able to center yourself. This is how we started with you. I think you are a person who understands your energies. So before you do anything that is important to you, you remember. It, it takes a second sometimes to just breathe in and out and just be in the moment to say, even just one breath, you will feel the difference. If you can just take a moment and you allow yourself, because we get so busy, so busy, but if you could say, just one breath, it just takes everything. You feel your, your tingles in your brain to say, oh, you remembered. You remembered mm -hmm. that it, it's not about being busy. It's about being productive and giving the best out of you because you are the source. When you're good or everything around you will be good. So um, just taking a breath. But meditation, as we get deep, it's something that you can learn to do. And you can start small where you start with breathing and just centering yourself. But centering ourselves is, is just coming back and gathering your thoughts because we are living in a space where we are always all over the place trying to uh, switch here and there and fix everything. But in this moment, in this five minutes, this is you just letting go of everything and just coming back to the peaceful space, the most peaceful space by breathing in and out that naturally brings you into that space. Okay. Yeah. So taking this break, instead of always having a coffee break or having wine every single uh, evening when you have stress, which I don't have a problem with coffee and wine, but these are some of the other techniques that you can use, just breathing in and out and relaxing. And I would advise that there are so many content uh, in terms of meditation, go out there, research, look out and learn. Start small, start with five minutes because it, it, it is one of the things that because we don't know how to do it and mm -hmm. it, it's annoying. It's it's just like out of your place. But as you get used to it, you get you get addicted. Okay. Yeah. The second thing is taking a walk. Um, when you feel like it's 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 too much, just get out of even just a, a compound, even at, at work, go outside of and just walk on the the corridor. Um, go and somewhere outside of where your stressor was. Where if you are working from home, maybe there's an email that is someone who is actually pressing the buttons that you know that this person is really, really now getting into my nerves. You walk away. You walk away and then you gather your thoughts um, and you, you just let it go. And in that moment, because sometimes we react and we, we take too much. But if you yeah. take a moment away from it, when you come back to it, you are a different person altogether because you are not mm -hmm. trying to solve it right now. You gave it time. And I promise you that five minutes can save your energy because the way you are going to respond, it will show that you are a person who is aware of your stresses, who is aware. And as I speak of awareness, be aware of your stresses. Know, mm -hmm. this is the third thing, know what ticks you off. Know what makes you angry. And even write about it. Like, be aware of it so much that you can even have 
a stress journal, other people do have stress journal, where they record their day. Once you are aware, you will know you and understand yourself better. So let's be the people who manage our life in a way that we understand our feelings. Like when we started, you asked me, um, how do you know? We should understand ourselves to a level where you you feel your energy, uh, you feel that 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 feeling that no 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 yeah. I'm no longer happy, and you can be able to even write about it and yeah. and 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 note it down. Do you have I something? always say I can feel my BP rising. That's yes. when I know that I'm being triggered by something. Literally, yes. like if somebody could take my BP now, it would be high. <laughs> so so I can relate to that. Yes. So you you record and you are aware. So you know yourself at that level that oh my BP is getting high. So <laughs> uh, someone else will know and uh, they will have another way of of defining it. The, so you you record this and find a routine that works for you. Okay. There are people that are um um good, very good in the morning, and as the afternoon goes, they get so understand your work routine or where your energies are high and do things that needs all your energy during the time when your energy is high, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, nobody says do it all together now. So if you understand yourself that I'm, a, I'm, I'm so energetic in the mornings, the most hardest tasks, do them in that, in that time and space. Um, set up meetings in the mornings, um, the important meetings and then the less important meetings in the afternoon. You see, now you understand yourself, but sometimes we are not even aware of ourselves, and this is making our stress even higher because you put everything when you are exhausted if you are not a morning person. But there are other people that escalate, so your afternoons are better because you have managed to get your hand around the day. So put Mm -hmm. everything in the afternoon. You see, you need to know yourself so that you can manage and cope uh, with this. So another thing is that you have to be assertive at work, especially. You need to be assertive without being mm-hmm. arrogant. Okay. Um, there are certain people that will push things your way. You need to say, uh, "My ba- my basket is full for now. Can I do that later?" Because if you take it all and you say yes to everything, then you will find yourself not performing well, and that is bad in the workplace. You will find yourself yeah. taking more than you can chew, and and now you are not meeting the deadlines. That your reputation gets uh, to be ruined because you are not assertive and you are not truthful. So tell the truth that you know what I have uh, right now. I think it will be so. Have timelines. Plan your life. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you plan your life, even if something drastic happens, maybe your child gets sick and you are missing hours, uh, you will be able to still. Uh, catch up with that because you have a plan you have a system that works for you and because we don't have a system that works for us anybody can come and teach you how to do and you will take 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 have a system have um your timelines have certain way that you do things and teach people how you work It's, it's the same everywhere if we don't teach people how and who we are, then the, world, the life will be a mess because everybody can give anything to you. You will take, 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 even in the love relationship. If you don't teach people how you work and who you are and how to communicate with you, you'll forever be in a stressful situation. So yeah. let's be the people that understand ourselves in a manner that we can even be able to teach people how we do things so that have uh, order in your life and you can be able to manage um, 
all the other areas of your life. Okay. I like I like that. I was actually yeah. having one of the conversations I've had in the past few weeks talks mm. about um setting boundaries. Yeah. And we we always we always think setting boundaries is a bad thing. But mm. you 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 set boundaries because it's all about self-care and self-love and knowing that these are the things that are acceptable to me and this is how I would like people to treat me. And and that for me was a very was a very amazing conversation because and it's it all boils down to knowing who you are. It is. And 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 is. and most of us keep missing that point. We yeah. just hope to God that things will just kind of happen around us and we don't want to take responsibility of our own lives, you know. And and I think the the point that you're making for me is actually very important. You already mentioned the two um, uh, other other ways of uh, coping with stress. You spoke about um, self care, which is mm-hmm. equates to self love and taking time out and making sure that you are aware. Self care is important where because stress is here. You need to ensure that you have oils, essential oils. I I use lavender. Lavender helps. Please go research lavender. I am asking um, your listeners to go research lavender. Lavender is such a simple herb, but it's magical. It works on your depression. It works on your stress. If you can't sleep, you put like little drops on your pillow. You sleep like a baby. If you, you have been in a spa, you will... Uh, smell lavender oil because it helps with relaxation so it's something mm. to have um, uh, and sometimes when I can't sleep I just simmer it on my nose it just comes mm. you it has an instant calm and the bottle lasts forever in this house like it's one of the essential oils that I have to have all the time okay mm. um, it, it's, it's needed and you also mentioned setting boundaries that's another technique Setting yeah. boundaries and respecting your boundaries as well. You yourself yeah. don't mm-hmm. allow anybody to come uh, and 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 break them, and then you make a joke about it. No, you are teaching people. So you also spoke about very very important uh, aspect of um, the fact that everything exists within us. We are teaching people how to treat us. We are teaching people who we are. So we are teachers as well. Um, I oftentimes hear even the people that I work with in the sessions and uh, my clients say, I, I, I just felt like I, I, I'm tired of explaining myself. I'm like, but now how are they going to know you? How are they going to learn what you want? As you are changing, people need to know now that this is me. You, you have been angry all this time. Now you need to teach them who you are. You need to teach them uh, the boundaries you need to teach them how to communicate with you in a healthy manner without wow. you being angry and this is how people get to learn who you mm-hmm. are in a workplace yeah. in a relationship your children everybody needs to know who Puma is and how her routine works uh, mommy is meditating so please don't come in um I wouldn't want you to do that because uh it makes me feel this way like these are certain things that eliminate stress in your life that manages but people, because people don't know. Sometimes we get angry thinking people are doing it intentionally. Did you communicate it? Did you make them aware? Yeah. That how it makes you feel. 
And if, if, if they keep repeating it, are you teaching them? Are you giving them the consequences as well of how that, because sometimes we are people that when we have set boundaries, we break them ourselves. People need to understand that if they break that boundary, there's a certain way. And sometimes we have this not so healthy way of um, showing people consequences by maybe cutting off communication. No, that's not the way. There are certain yeah. ways that you teach a person that uh, you have crossed the boundary and this is not going to happen. And it, it, it actually happens when you are aware of it. There are so many other, it's also like another way of it's communication, it's us learning. There is so much that we are learning in terms of self-development as well as just coping with life in a healthier way. And I love the but fact isn't that... But isn't that stressful on its own, Don Tabi, this self-development <laughs> thing? Because I have to say, I am big on personal development and learning. And But sometimes <laughs> I always sit back and I go, Ooh, uh, uh, this is also stressful on its own. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. But what the end result, uh, I call us a cycle breakers um, in the book, The Untangled Heart. I say we are cycle breakers because yeah. once you do it at home, Bume, if you teach your beautiful daughters how to draw the boundaries, they see it from mommy, what are they going to do? They're going to mm-hmm. have it naturally, right? Yeah. It's, it's hard yeah. work for us. But if we let it, imagine your children live in the same stress that you have. So we are cycle breakers, yeah. right? Everybody in each generation have their assignment. So our assignment is personal development. And yes, it's a bit of a stressor, but it's better than what our parents, who were the first people to go to university, had to go through, right? So we gotta not, yeah, we gotta um, uh, like realize that now this is a healthy stressor and we are cycle breakers. They will have their own as well, our children, but they will be healthier. All right. They will be aware of mental um, illnesses as well as mental wellness. They will know that it's what you call self-care, which was a language that we never knew. They will know that there is self-development, um, that, that everything starts with you because you are the source. So they will value themselves. They will have a healthier self-esteem. They will be more mm. assertive. They will be realizing abuse from far. We mm. had to experience abuse, whether it, it would be from workspace or relationship, but our children will see it from father. Mm, I, I don't allow this in this space. I'm too, yeah. I'm too important. I'm too valuable uh, to mm. actually. So you see, so that's our assignment, unfortunately, guys. Sorry. <laughs> no, and I'm not, I am not running away for it, from it, but I really I love the way you're explaining that there are these generational assignments that we are here for. And True. and I, I look back and I think what our mothers and our parents did, which felt like was acceptable, some of it is not acceptable right now. A lot of it is not acceptable. we take a step back and we go, you're not going to talk to me like that. You're a not lot going of it to is treat not me like that. You know what I mean? Whereas our yes. parents were taught, you must listen, you must accept whatever your manager can talk to you anyway and you'll be just okay with it, you know? Yes. Whereas yeah. now you can just, when that EP goes up, you're very clear to tell the other person that, uh-uh, you're not going to talk to me that way. It's True. unacceptable for me, which is something yes. that they wouldn't. I really love that the way you've compartmentalized the the generational thing. It really makes it, it makes sense to yeah. me. I'm hoping yes. it makes sense to other people. I hope it uh, would. Yeah. 
so I don't know. You know, time goes fast when you're having very interesting conversation. It's gone, hey. It's really gone. <laughs> but but I think I want I want just to take a step back and go. So for somebody who is in the midst of really feeling all stressed and all overwhelmed and really not knowing what to do, what can you say to that person? I would say that it depends on how heavy that is. There are times when you know you need to get somebody to to help you carry carry the load, okay? Another one of the ways um, you, we have to be aware is if we can be able to cope alone. There are times when you need someone to carry the load with you. Okay. Um, So if you are going through grief, there are spaces where um, there's an organization that I'm beginning a relationship with called SEDEX African Anxiety and Depression Group. Um, It's going to, uh, it has um, group sessions. It has counselors that you can call for free, um, we'll have to just share maybe the numbers as you, um, or maybe put it under your your comment section. I'll share that yeah. with you so that you can do that. SEDEC has 24-hour um, people you can speak with, okay? So yeah. no, when you need, but everybody needs somebody to speak with. So I would say, actually advise that, take advantage of that. Speak about it, speak to someone, okay? It's important that you speak about it. It's important mm-hmm. that you share because if it's only in your mind and it's with you, it, it gets to be too much. But as we speak about it, you realize that, oh, okay, it was heavy. So you mm. needed somebody to, we do that physically. If it's yeah. 20 liters of water, we all carry, we carry it together. But if it's five liters, you can run with it, right? Yeah. So understand yeah. that there are certain things that you need to share. You help, somebody is there to help you carry it. Don't make it your own problem alone, okay? Yeah, and yeah. this is why I attack shame very badly. I attack it in the book. I attack it in my everyday life that shame is what is killing people more than the stresses itself. People mm. are not willing to actually speak because they are ashamed. And we are also guilty as humanity that we don't love enough to not judge. Um, so do um, ask for help. Um, let's dismantle shame, let's dismantle guilt, because it's it's killing people more than the stress and the pain um, itself. Yeah. There are people who go through grief for years without forgiving themselves uh, because the guilt of not going or not picking up that phone call. Mm. I could have spoken to them in that moment. I'm so selfish. And you go through grief um, like, and it gets toxic because you will never forgive yourself uh, and the person have passed on, there is nothing you can do about it. But now yeah. you are left with this shame and guilt and pain and you are not healing and you are unproductive, you are unhappy. And now a lot of people even go through like a horrible depression because of uh, those things. And if you could look at it, it would be more sh- of shame than the issue itself. So let's be yeah. very careful to be very kind yeah practice self-kindness at all times so that thing that we were talking about of unlearning to be uh, 
saying all these bad things about ourselves and now learning to be very kind. And it's something that we didn't grow up with, um, but we are still learning. And I spoke about it a lot in, in the book of, I, I called the guilt and shame, the enemies of the soul, because it dismantles mm. um, the soul so badly. So let's, let's realize that now it's shame that is actually and the problem of shame, as I said in the book, it doesn't even need your enemies to be there. You become your own enemy. And so yeah. let's be very, very careful. Let's be very careful with, with, with the shame uh, and the guilt. Okay. So yeah. let's ask for help. Okay. Um, it's very, very important that we ask for help. The second other thing that you have to do um, is to start now uh, wanting a better life for yourself. Okay. Um, uh, go, go and find a hobby. Something that will make you feel good. Other people work and produce um, things. Like, remember how how people became um, people who bake cakes. Yeah. Things that were hobbies. People became cooks. We we saw talents. People started to sing during the pandemic. Why? Because people were looking for things that makes them happy. They are yeah. there. But under normal circumstances, you are like living it, lying there. But now last year, people began to do things, do all those things. Remember them, do them as often as possible. Things that makes you happy. Things mm -hmm. um, that remind you of the beauty that you are. Do them often uh -huh. and, and, and get those fulfillment and enjoy them. Another thing is just journaling. I speak about it, I call it out of journaling because there are many ways to journal. Um, Don't journal. start me on the journaling conversation. I've got a story <laughs> because I'm one of those that never used to journal and I yeah. never used to understand it. Like I would listen to Oprah and people, even when I was training for my, for my coaching, yeah. everybody was talking about journaling and I sat in yeah. class and I was like, guys, I don't get this journaling thing. Like even back in the day, I did not have a diary. You know, back in the day we had diaries. Like yes. I, I just did not believe in the diary. And it feels like maybe it's because we were never taught. And, yeah. and once I really tried and I had to find my own technique of, yes. of learning how to journal. And mm. my own technique became questioning myself about things and then yeah. answering those things in the journal. Because yeah. if you were to just give me the notebook and a pen and just say, go journal, I'll look at you yeah. and go, why? Like, I don't yeah. get it. And I think yeah. there's a lot of people that I've met, which I'm like, oh my God, there's so much that you gain from journaling. But we are yeah. never taught to what, it, what the benefits are. And now we're digressing, but I think it's very important because when you're stressing, I think journaling... Yeah is also one of the best tools that it is. Mm, it is. It is. There are so many topics that we can talk about. Hey, like, it I means know. that I, I have to come back. Mm -hmm. no, you <laughs> I have well. to come back you to well. the conversation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, journaling is very, very important. I have a full, a full chapter in, in the book about it because it's one of the most important. And the good thing is that you can even teach it to your children. The things that they cannot be able to speak to you about that they're yeah. dealing with. Not that we are cutting the conversation, but there are things that children question, like you were saying, you were questioning things and they need an explanation. And our children now, they even have like a high knowledge on technology. They research things on them uh, by themselves. So they can be able to write about it and write their feelings and understand themselves better. But they are also like 
different ways of journaling. We'll speak about that, but journal, 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 journal. It doesn't have to be like a full page, but writing about it in that moment also makes it, like, have you ever texted and then you are angry? And then after texting, you read it and you delete the message. Yeah. It's basically, you took out the energy and you see that, okay, it's out. Now you can come back and actually do it better. better. It's it's the same energy of journaling. Uh, yeah. When you journal, now that energy of pain and whatever is taken by the paper. And then now you come back to live a healthy life with the people that you love. Uh, because in that moment, you needed to take that pain out or whatever that you're going through out. So, yes, these are the few things that we can speak about for today because we don't remember we said it's a stressor to to learn a lot so let's talk mm-hmm. about just those three and and live in that at that once you realize that they work then you will begin to or we will come back and talk about some more but for mm-hmm. now just let's just talk about uh and and maybe um let your listeners um practice the breathing the meditation the taking the walks all these little things that you can do just to cope and also mm-hmm. now managing your life is very very important and understanding yourself as well and practically do these things that will help you a lot in in managing your life in general and having a happier work-life balance we didn't even get to a place where i wanted to speak about um so now how do you do it when you are at home and you don't have boundaries and now you are getting overwhelmed and you work you work until two o'clock in the morning because you are saying yes to everything we haven't even gotten to that but i'm hoping that all these little nuggets that we shared all these um, little things that you can do will help a lot of your listeners to actually be able to cope. Uh, But again, I want to stress this. It's very important that you go out there and look um, uh, for someone that can carry the the load with you. As the people we have gone through a lot, it's too much. Uh, Find somebody who is trained uh, in a space of working with emotional um, spiritual and mental um, wellness and share your story with them so that you can be able to cope it, it makes all the changes everybody needs somebody and yeah. you ask for help yeah if it gets too much even therapists need therapists right to even go to a deep brief of some sort there is no way you can live without a therapist as a therapist like then you will be yeah. able projecting on people you need somebody that will help you heal uh, because we are healers who are healing others. So it's, it's you actually, uh, in a psychology space, in a form of where you are assigned, um, you are assigned to another psychologist. You have mm. to have a supervisor that is checking on you and your supervisor has a supervisor. Like it, it works like that. It can only work in that way. We're human. We're not machines. Yeah, yeah no, so it's it very true. important. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Tabby, it's been an amazing um, conversation. I know yeah. there's a lot. You know, you start talking about stress and then other things bubble up because oh a whole God. lot of things cause stress, you know, as you as oh you mentioned. Yeah. And and I'm really grateful that you, you took the time. I always say um, these conversations, even if even if there's one person who takes something out of it. For me, it's always, I've done something good and this is the reason Mm -hmm. why I'm in this world and I'm Mm -hmm. happy about that. 
And if there are two or three or more people, then that's even even amazing. I'm still happy with that. So yeah. I would like to say thank you very much. Where do people find you on social media? Um, I'm on Facebook. I love conversing with people on these things, even on my WhatsApp. Um, uh, my number is 079-7370-566. I am more than willing to share even further because this time was not enough. But on social media, I have dedicated Thursday and checking on my people. But um, I also have like private sessions, like a one-on-one. I'm trying mm-hmm. to create a space also in Durban physically now that the COVID is about safe, like a few people where we'll have a space in Morningside, um, where we'll have group sessions, meditation, do the breath work, and mm-hmm. um, a little bit of yoga. It's a yoga studio, so you will mm-hmm. obviously be interacting with the yoga teachers there. Um, because I want us to learn to take care of ourselves, not just have a glass of wine uh, over stress. It's not a sustainable way. Life-changing and drastic decisions have to be made for us to be a better people. But um, there's um, sessions that we do and people book and then you just come through. We have like a one-hour session where we speak about this thing, but I also will share with SADAC, which is for free as well. Yeah. And we're also creating with SADAC the grief uh, support groups okay these are just support groups i will share information even on social media as well on tabisang and instagram i have linked in tabisang mota everything um okay. where we are having grief support groups they will be online so that everybody can be part of it well maybe we'll have a once a week or once in two weeks sessions yeah. on grief alone because people have died and as i yeah. said there are steps to be taken but in the support groups we are not uh, creating solutions we are creating a space where you can coexist and yeah. and cry together this thing that we couldn't have during that week we are creating platforms and sadek yeah. has provided that space um with me uh to have the spaces and I was hoping that uh, by the end of this year I'm hoping that we have 10 um, of these grief support groups and SADAC is helping to manage them and they're creating mm-hmm. resources so that people can have uh, places where they can cry together and listen to each other and yeah. speak in a safe space and your support group you can create it yourself uh, you just need a bit of training and they provide that I love SADAC okay. for that they're creating um, the 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 leaders, uh, support group leaders training. So they will be giving you resources. They give you poster to, and uh, posters, they can give you venues if um, mm. you want a physical, like really they are supportive, but it will be under the SEDEC rule and you have to adhere to the SEDEC um, uh, rules and regulations. Okay. But they are, yeah, we are building on that. We are trying to set up the first one by end of May, I hope. So after okay. that, then um, we'll be talking about it. I'm hoping by the end of this year, we'll have 10 online, even if you meet once a, a month. But people should know that they are supported and they have a space yeah. where they can be listened to and there's no judgment and there's no shame yeah. and there's no guilt because yeah. uh, we need that so much and we have to to create the spaces. Yeah, no, that's yeah. great. And where do people find your book? I need a copy as well. <laughs> yes, Patanani always has copies. He's in Centurion. So I will, oh. share, 
Yeah, I can share his numbers. He is always and forever having copies. Um, he has been having copies since. So he's there to, to help and he can even drive to your place to drop it or you can come to his workplace or his home, but he's in Centurion. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ntabi, <laughs> for the time. So for everybody that was listening um, or hearing us, please continue to subscribe, follow, like, comment, and, and give us your views and opinions around some of these conversations that we are having. Um, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Change Conversations. If you enjoyed our show and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and kindly post about it on your social media platforms. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and YouTube at Change Conversations with Mbume. I am Mbume Mbedaga signing out and I will see you again next week.